0: Welcome to The Last Resort, the last place you'd look for legitimate sports opinions. I am your host, Spenny Harris, and I am joined, as always, by my main man, Philly Brandon. Brandon, what's going on, brother?
1: You know, it's nice to be here. It's the first week with the um, the Blue Wire TLR. It's got a different feel to it. I kind of dig it. We, we're a little bit more legitimate now. Shout out
0: Blue Wire Hustle. We are part of the Blue Wire Hustle program I also would like to wish you, Brandon, a happy St. Patrick's Day. I got my telemordue on the rocks, which is really just an excuse for me to drink whiskey on a Tuesday night.
1: I hear you. I just howl
0: the Guinness and then sprinted over to the studio. It's Wednesday night. I, I, my days are fucked up. It don't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we got a big NFL episode today, and we are joined by NFL reporter Bobby Thompson. Bobby, welcome to The Last Resort. How are you doing tonight, man?
2: What's going on, fellas? I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
0: You got it. Did I uh, did I label you correctly? You're an NFL reporter, correct?
2: I am. I, I uh, cover the NFL. I write for Fan Sighted. I work for Grunt Talks, GT Sports. I have a podcast as well with me and my best friend, uh, Julian Gallardi. His name is, he does baseball. I do football. We combine it together. And uh, our podcast is GT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks.
0: Gillardi, that's a guy from Jersey, right?
2: Yes, he is. He lives in Oakland, too.
0: There you go. Uh, Before we started recording, me and Bobby, we're we're talking about being for Bergen County and how much better New Jersey is than the state of Pennsylvania.
1: (laughs) I mean, that's objectively false. We can get into that a separate time. One Uh, of the two
0: states (laughs) leading the nation in landfills is all I'm saying. Oh, my God. All right, let's get right into it. Ton of moves have been made in NFL free agency, especially this past week. Bobby, I've been following you on Twitter. I know you've been busy. Let's, let's just talk about some of the winners so far. Who are some teams that have made some signings that you've really liked thus far? Well, I'm going to start off
2: with my team, the Patriots, because I literally,
1: <laughs>
0: what they,
2: I mean, how can I? I mean, I literally, once the legal tampering period happened, at 8 o'clock in the morning on Monday, Adam Schefter said, watch out for the Patriots. Louis Riddick has been saying it for months, watch out for the Patriots. And what did Bill Belichick do? Literally within the first ten minutes, he signs Johnu Smith, four years, fifty million. What does he do? Two hours later, he goes out and signs arguably one of the best pass rushers on the open market, Matthew Judon, four years, fifty-six. They add two wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar and Ken, um, Kendrick Bourne, who, in my opinion, I was pretty surprised we got them to be quite honest with you. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, I know he's with the Eagles. He you know, he's had up-and-down seasons with the Raiders. He had Raiders. a hell of a year last year, though. Yes, he did. But And also, after the signing, I'm like, you know what? This guy is pretty good. I've, I watched his tape. He's fast. He's quick. If he catches catch the ball consistently, which he did with the Raiders, I think it's going to be really good. And the Patriots, what did they do the next day?
0: They went out and they got Hunter Henry.
2: I mean, the best two tight ends in the NFL in free agency, they signed. Nobody else would even took a snag at them. The Patriots... Literally got this done right away, and all these deals they have done, and by the way, they're not done, by the way. They're still going. All the deals they have made with the seven free agents they have signed, nobody has a cap hit this year over $10 million. The Patriots had $70 million. They still have $30 million to spend. That's a lot of money right now. And Bill Belichick, the fact of the matter is that he is signing these guys and their first Cap hit with the Patriots. Nobody eclipses 10 million. How do you do that? How do you do it? It's, it's crazy. The Patriots ultimate winners. Um, I'm going to say this Washington football team has been making moves that are scary good. William Jackson, huge deal. Um, they just signed Curtis Samuel about uh, 20 minutes ago, three years, 34 and a half million him and scary Terry used to be, um, Teammates in Ohio State. Let me tell you something. Those two on the same team, scary for the NFC East. Sorry, Brandon. Uh, playing. Yeah, you're message. right. Me
1: and Spencer just talking about it. I'm, I'm more worried about them than Dallas.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, too. You know what? With doubt da- here's the thing. With Dallas, everybody. I've been getting messages. Literally, you should see the Twitter messages. I have a Giants fan who asks me the same question every two minutes. With, oh, with the Leo signing, oh, did they sign him yet? I said, well, you know, they're working on it. hour did they sign him yet? I just told you. So with Dallas, I have a guy saying, what's going on with Dallas? Why aren't they signing anybody? They're not signing anybody? They don't have the money? And their big free agent pickup was re-signing Dak. That was it. That was what their off season was all about. And they need to upgrade on defense, which in my opinion they haven't done, and I think they're foolish for it. But I will say, I think the Bengals have done some pretty good things. They've added to the cornerback room. Um, today, the winner of today, the Arizona Cardinals. Look at what the AJ Green they bring in. By the way, I'm pretty pissed off that the Patriots lost out on AJ Green. I think it would have been really nice to have him, but, um, I think adding JJ Watt was huge. Uh, Rodney Hudson, huge. This team is just building and building and they got something going on. Those. Three teams are huge winners right now. I will say this. I'm very disappointed in the Jets. I think the Jets right now, yeah, they signed Corey Davis. They signed Carl Lawson. Um, the offensive line needs help. Uh, what have they done? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And I will say this. The Kansas City Chiefs getting Joe Tooney, huge deal. 49ers getting Trent Williams back to that massive deal was huge. But so far, a lot of winners, but in my opinion, the clear two winners – well, actually, it's a three-way tie for me. Patriots, Washington, and Cardinals are winning free agency right now.
0: Uh, a few quick notes. The Chiefs also were able to coerce Kyle Long out yep. of retirement. He joined the Chiefs. He'll bolster that. He's, a, he's an offensive lineman, right, Kyle yeah. Long? Or yeah. Um, So that that's a good signing. It's funny, the the, the Patriots – when they signed Johnny Smith, so I went to school at UMass. I have a ton of friends in the Massachusetts area. I have one buddy text me. He goes, man, I really wanted Hunter, Hunter Henry. And then, like you said, the next day they go out and they get Hunter Henry. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, you brought up the Jets being a major disappointment thus far. I know it's early and a lot of moves are, have yet to been made, but who are some other losers right now? I mean, top of my head, I'm, I'm sure Bears fans think they're a huge loser in free agency right now. Um, who are some other teams that have been disappointing to you thus far?
2: Well, I will agree with you. I think the Bears are big losers. Um, the fact of the matter is they could not uh, do anything. Uh, Allen Robinson, I feel so bad for him. It's not even funny. Uh, they tr- they made an aggressive pursuit for Russell Wilson. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard what the compensation was, but it was three first, uh, third-round pick, Khalil Mack, and another player, and they said no. So that's a lot of capital and one of the best defenders in football, and they said no. And the reason why they said no is because the Bears couldn't provide a good option for the Seahawks to replace Russell Wilson because I think the other player was Nick Foles, and they said no. So I understand with that, but Russell Wilson is staying put as of right now, and the Bears sign Andy Dalton. That's not a win. That's a huge loss. Um, I will say other losers. I think the Cowboys aren't doing anything to make themselves better. Let's see here. Other teams, uh, the Steelers have done nothing. Steelers have lost so many
1: uh, good players. Bud Dupree got away somehow. Yep.
2: Bud Dupree is gone. They they never had the money. They were ne- they couldn't bring the Steelers were in cap hell no matter what. And Bud Dupree, honestly, I don't think he was really happy there. A lot of play. Listen, in Pittsburgh, a lot of players. You know what they say? They might be happy. They're not. Um, Eighty-four million and a half million dollars to play for the Titans is going to swear you were out of Pittsburgh. They weren't going to pay him that at all. Um, Um, We've been
1: hearing, I don't mean to cut you off, Bobby, but um, I go to school out um, near Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. and I've been hearing um, that people were under the impression that Pittsburgh earmarked that money for Bud Dupree, which is why they weren't players at all in the J.J. Watt market, because that salary that we would have paid J.J. was supposed to keep Bud Dupree in town. So they really missed out on two. like real impact edge rush.
2: They, they, I'm going to tell you this. You know what? They have TJ Watt on one side. They missed out on JJ. Bud Dupree, apparently the Steelers didn't even really make a strong push. It was basically the Titans all in on them all along. And by the way, adding to winners, Titans have done a lot of great things too. I like that pass rush combination of Danico Autry and Bud Dupree. That's going to be scary, and it's much better than what Jadavian Clowney and Vic Beasley were giving them that last year. Um, I will tell you this. I'm very disappointed with the Jets. Uh I think that right now they've added some nice pieces as I said earlier but they are losing offensive line and they don't know who the quarterback is. And they had a chance to trade Sam Darnold his his market I'm told is literally slim to none. Some scouts have said that he quote unquote he sucks. He uh it's just it's just crazy. Uh I think the Giants getting Leo back was huge. If they get Kenny Galladay, because everybody's talking about Kenny Galladay going to the Giants. It's inevitable, fellas. I will tell you this. The Bengals did make an offer for him, but he wants to be a Giant. Writing's been on the wall with that. Um, They've tried to trade for him the past two seasons at the trade deadline. They have mutual interest. I've been saying this since January. I've been saying that Kenny Galladay to the Giants will happen. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. One way or another it will happen. I still think it does. But um, I will say... That, um, I think they, uh, forgive me for saying this, Brandon, I think the Eagles are losers. They, they can't really do much. They let go of Alshon, of course, Malik Jackson, of course. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. Apparently they're in the market for Deshaun Watson, which uh, in my opinion, I don't think, I don't, when I heard that too, from other reports, I'm like, no, no, that's not happening.
0: Um, you we don't have the capital. Up, you bring up Deshaun Watson. I mean, what's your prediction on him, right? He, he does not want to be a Texan. Mm-hmm. They've been pretty hesitant to trade him, but they, they haven't said in the last two months that, you know, he's going to be a Texan. So where do you think he goes? What are some things you've been hearing? I saw some reports. I actually heard that your Patriots are mm-hmm. on the list of teams that might be interested. So tell me what you're hearing, Bobby. All
2: right. So here, here's what I've been hearing. You know what? Listen, the Texans have – you know what, come to the realization that he doesn't want to play here. He's gone. I, I mean, it took them this long to realize. He's basically, the, it's pretty self-explanatory what he's been doing. But uh, uh, it, And they signed Tyrod Taylor. Listen, Tyrod Taylor is the stopgap guy. Look at what he did last year in L.A. with the Chargers. He's that guy who's going to start, and then whoever they draft, that's who will take over. So what I'm hearing is, the Jets, everyone's talking about, oh, the Jets. Yes, they have the most capital for him. We get it. The Dolphins. Well, he doesn't want to go to either of them, and I understand why. Two teams he's interested in, the 49ers and the Broncos. Now, the Broncos is head-scratching to me because, you know what, their offense is okay. Their offensive line is not not the best, but it's all, it's all right. Um, I think they need to add another receiver. I think that would be great for them. Uh, the running backs, if they lose – uh, Philip Lindsay, because he's a restricted free agent, and don't be surprised if somebody tries to snag him away. Um, that's something. But those two teams are the front runners for him. But the Patriots are a dark horse. Now, that came to life today from Jeff Howe, insider for the Patriots on The Athletic, does a great job. And what he indicated is, and at first I just thought it was a joke. I thought he was being sarcastic, and he's being serious. Everything the Patriots are doing is supposed to make it easier for a quarterback. And the Patriots are still in the market for a wide receiver. So there's not, like I said, they have the money. They're not done. They're going to see what happens. But in my opinion, do I think it happens? I mean, I could dream, can I? Patriots fans, we could dream. Nah, I, ultimately, I'm going to say it goes to San Fran, and that's where the Patriots get Jimmy Garoppolo. I think the San Fran, it makes perfect sense. It's literally the perfect quarterback for Kyle Shanahan's offense. And literally, you put the Deshaun Watson on that offense, That team is not losing, and that team is a Super Bowl contender. That team can beat the Buccaneers handedly. Their defense is still good, and I'm telling you, he goes to San Francisco, they're going to be lights out. He goes to Denver, they're going to be good too, but I don't think they're going to be as good as uh, the 49ers would be if they got with Deshaun Watson.
1: Now, when we spoke just a couple couple days ago, it feels mm-hmm. like you talked about that exact same move. I know you're huge on bringing Jimmy G back to tackle. But you said something in that conversation when you said, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Bill was ready to move on from Brady if it meant he could keep Garoppolo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that's true. Because a lot of people don't know that. There's not a lot of people out there who don't know that he was he was ready to be done years before Brady was ready to be done.
2: Yeah. and. You know what? A lot of Patriots fans and a lot of people don't believe this, but listen, in 2017, the Patriots were aggressive. They weren't this aggressive in free agency, not at all. But they went out, they signed Stephon Gilmore. They traded for Brandon Cooks. They did all this stuff. They traded for Brandon Cooks for Jimmy Garoppolo's offense, getting the ball downfield, because we all know, when Tom Brady was with the Patriots, he didn't throw the ball downfield. It was the dinks and dunks. He kept, he protected the ball well. He wasn't going to throw downfield that much. Brandon Cooks runs a 4-3-40, sub-4-3. They got him because Jimmy Garoppolo's got that big arm. He's going to throw it, stretch the ball downfield. Well, at the trade deadline, the 49ers called the Patriots about both quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and Brady. And it was reported that they asked for Brady and Belichick left. That's not true at all. He was ready to do it. And Robert Kraft came down and said, no, hell no. Robert Kraft has never, in his t- almost 30 years of owning the Patriots franchise, he has never been involved in any trades. He lets Bill Belichick handle it. For those of you who don't know, Bill Belichick is the general manager as well. So he lets that happen. That is the one time in franchise history that, Bill, that Robert Kraft got involved and stopped the trade. Never happened. He stopped it belichick traded garoppolo and they could have gotten a first round pick but he took a second and a lot of people think you know that was a slap in the face to robert Kraft. in a way you know what i don't think it was i think you know what the second round pick turned into a few players and the few players didn't pan out but uh i will say that jimmy garoppolo is his buddy listen did you guys ever see uh um this year when the patriots kicked the crap out of the Chargers, and he hugged Hunter Henry, and he, had, he uh, mm-hmm. was like putting his arm around his head and he, his ear, and the joke is he's like, oh, don't worry, we're going to get you in a few weeks. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is his buddy, and apparently they text every day. Jimmy Garoppolo and Bill Belichick are very close still. So that's why I think that, you know what, with Deshaun Watson going to San Fran, that's the writings on the wall, because that leads into why the Patriots tra- uh, signed Cam Newton to that deal. That deal he signed is not to be an ultimate starter. That's backup money, if you guys see it. It's not a $14 million deal. It's actually a one-year $5 million deal with incentives to get up to fourteen. So the thing is with that, they did that because the 49ers said they weren't trading Garoppolo. They got the indication. They stopped it, so they signed Cam Newton. If, the, if they were able to get Jimmy Garoppolo a, couple of we, like a week or two weeks ago, Cam Newton would still be on the open market. I'll just tell you that right now. But that is the story with the Patriots and Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo in 2017. It's a crazy story. A lot of people don't believe it. But anybody who doesn't believe me, read the book The Dynasty from Jeff Benedict and you will see how that is true.
1: Man, I, I, I got to start learning not to introduce Patriots topics, man. I know you can go all day on the Pats, um, but there's another team I want to get into yeah, um, that I think is just making some weird moves, um, and that's Green Bay. Um, so I'm sure you saw Green Bay brought Aaron Jones back on a long-term, I'll say $50 mm-hmm. million dollar deal um, in a year where running paying running backs isn't popular. Um, and they have two good backups. You have Williams and you have Dylan sitting there already. And that money seemingly was going to go um, to Lindsley, who they may not be able to bring back now, so it's weird to choose running back over O line when the whole league seems to be going the opposite direction.
2: Yeah, well, uh, Corey Lindsley did sign five years, sixty-two and a half million with the Chargers the other day, so he's gone. So they got a really? problem in the mi- yeah in the middle of the field of the offensive line. Corey Lindsley's gone. Now they got to figure out what's going to happen. The um, forty, forgive me, I'm sorry. The Packers. I don't know what they're doing. I'll be honest. You know what? They bring back Aaron Jones. They restructure Preston Smith and Sedaria Smith's deal so they could get that deal done. Guys, I'm going to tell you this: Aaron Rodgers still needs help throwing the ball to some players, doesn't he? He still yeah. needs some help. Why is he not? Why are the Packers not going out in free agency? Now they could. Now this can change. And knowing my luck, we'll end this podcast and the Packers will sign Will Fuller to a four-year, forty million dollar deal. So. Here's what I think. The Packers were in on Will Fuller. I don't know why they just don't sign him. It's a perfect match. Gives them speed. Imagine Will Fuller with Devontae Adams on on that field. Come on. The speed, oh my, it's scary as hell. But they got a problem in the middle of the offensive line, and that's really making Aaron Rodgers mad. And with uh, Jamal Williams, I don't know if you know this, Jamal Williams last night signed a two-year seven and a half million dollar deal with the Detroit lions. So he's gone now. So it's going to be Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. but I'll be honest with you. I don't agree with some of their moves. They got a lot of holes to fill. Their secondary still needs help. Um, the receiver market is dead. They should have taken advantage. I think they should have went out and got Corey Davis, but they didn't. Uh, the Packers literally In my opinion, I think they, they treat Aaron Rodgers like garbage. I, I I think that with a franchise quarterback like that, listen. Do you see uh, Belichick spending like he did this year for Brady? No, he didn't. The Packers should do what Belichick's doing right now for Aaron Rodgers. That's what they take a play take a play out of his playbook, doing this to make him happy. It's it's just you know what guys, it's the Packers have a long way to go. Their money's not the, they don't have a lot of money, but they can manipulate it get more but in my opinion the Packers are do you want to talk about another loser team Packers are another loser team in free agency
0: you bring up a team that doesn't try to treat their quarterback well they don't give them weapons I want to talk about the New York football Giants so I'm a Giants fan Mm -hmm, you talked about the Giants getting Kenny Galladay possibly it's pretty close to a done deal as long as there's no problems with his hip, I think, as, as they're meeting. Right. Uh, is that today or tomorrow they're meeting?
2: The meeting's going to be tomorrow, and then okay. after I'll I'll get into it with you guys and say what's going on with everything.
0: Perfect. So I guess my question to you is convince me that the Giants can be a playoff team with Daniel Jones at the helm if you're able to, because I hate Daniel Jones. <laughs> well, I'll
2: tell you this. Daniel Jones is it, – it, let me ask you this. Do you think he's Eli 2.0? No,
0: not at all. Hmm?
2: I'll tell you this. Listen, Daniel Jones in college, when he came out, everybody was high on him. He's been very inconsistent. He's got to stop turning the ball over. The fumbles are an issue. I think he's getting that cleaned up. But when he's on, he's on. He could be pretty good, so we'll see what happens. But in terms of Kenny Galladay, the meeting's going to be tomorrow. As I said earlier, the the Bengals offered him a one-year prove-it deal. He's not even entertaining that. He wants to meet with the Giants. The Giants would have signed him days ago. The only reason they didn't is because they got word that his hip is still a problem. So Joe Judge, Gettleman, and Mara want to meet with him, see how everything's going. It's not a matter of character. It's a matter of his health. And if he's okay, which in my opinion, I think he's fine, you guys are going to sign him to a long-term deal. Writing's been on the wall since January. I've been tweeting this, reporting this. It's uh, It's been going for a while. So I will tell you this. Kenny Galladay, my prediction, will be a New York Giant by tomorrow night. That's my prediction. Mark my words. Um, And I will tell you this. Does it make them a playoff team? Absolutely. The Giants have been missing a number one wide receiver for years. There you go. Now you got Kenny Galladay. Stretch it downfield. Now you could have Sterling Shepard in the middle of the field. better hope, I'm telling you this right now, you better hope Evan Ingram's got rid of those drops, the case of the drop sees that he always has. 'Cause he's very inconsistent with that and that's a problem. If he could clean that up, then you guys are gonna be good. But with the twelfth pick with you guys, you guys could get Kyle Pitts and do that double tight end set. That could be an option, or you could get Jalen Waddell, who's comparable, and I'm not trying to say he is, is comparable to Tyreek Hill. So that's something to monitor with the Giants. Giants are are in a great spot. I think your defense, you guys, bring back Leonard Williams. Your secondary is okay. I think you need to add a little bit more into the secondary. But you guys are on the cusp. I really, I'm being honest. You guys are on the cusp. So nice. that was a
0: that was a great pitch for the Giants. I haven't heard someone speak that highly of the Giants in about 15 years. So Bobby, no,
2: I, I'll tell you this: I'm not a I'm not a Giants guy. I hate the Jets. I hate New York football. But I'm a realist. I give credit where credit's due.
0: From you your guys lips, Holiday, that's a huge get yeah. for you guys. From your lips to God's ears, man. I I hope you're right. And I know Eagles um, fans.
2: Eagle, my sister-in-law is a diehard Eagles fan, so she's probably going to hear this and probably want to smack me.
1: So, Yeah, I want to bring Spence down real quick here because he's smiling <laughs> way too much talking about Giants football. And it's not that the Eagles are going to do it. We're going to suck this year, and that's okay. Um, but you talked earlier about how high you were on the Washington football team. Yeah, I think if we're all being realistic, two playoff teams aren't coming out of the NFC East. It's not, I don't think the vision's there yet. Um, so with all your glowing remarks about the Giants, it's still got to be Washington, right? Of
2: course. And listen, you guys can't rule out Dallas, too. Listen, it's going to be... Listen, the Eagles aren't going to be there. The one thing (laughs) I appreciate, Brandon, is you're a realist, too. You're like, no, we're not going to be... No, we're not going to be... I like that. I like when... People are realists. They're not going to be there, so it's going to be between the Giants because the Giants are there. Look, their defense put up, was doing great last year, and if Daniel Jones could stay healthy again and Saquon back, there you go. There's more offensive firepower too. The Cowboys are still there. We've got to see what happens with them because if that defense doesn't get short up, they're in trouble. But Washington is has everything. Defense is stellar. Offense is getting better. Quarterback, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick could get you so far. But they're going to be in the market for a quarterback soon. So, you know what? This division, it's going to be interesting to see how this starts out. In the beginning of the year, it's going to be, you know what? Everyone talked about the NFC lease. It might be some fun. Look at all these new free agents that have come here. It's going to be fun.
0: There you go. All right, before we move on from free agency, are there any more big moves that you see happening in the next week or so that you've been hearing through the grapevine that we haven't mentioned yet on this podcast? Oh
2: you know, I will tell you this. I do think that I'm gonna say this. Um, Juju Smith Schuster's still out there. Um I predicted him going to the Raiders. I think that's a team that would really be able to use him for his services. I think don't count. I'm gonna say, you know what? Big move. Uh it, it's tough it's really, really tough to say right now. It really is. Um uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you a prediction. I think the Patriots uh, sign – I'm going to go Patriots sign Chris Carson to a big deal. I'll say that's something oh, to watch out
1: wow. for. wow. He would, he would really also, legitimize you know their running You
2: know what? I will say, I've been hearing this through the grapevine, the Ravens are going to attempt to trade for Allen Robinson, so watch
1: out for that. Okay. Those of you who haven't – follow Bob or anything on Twitter, he and he and A-Rob have had a couple of one-on-one conversations. So it's yeah. coming from a trusted source.
0: Yeah. Yes, we right. have. It. There you go. Um, we're about to get into our rapid fire, but before we do, I wanted two predictions from you. Mm-hmm. I want the obvious way-too-early Super Bowl prediction, mm-hmm. and then I want a dark horse team that can make a Super Bowl run who nobody would ever think about.
2: way too early Super Bowl pick I'm going to be a homer I think Patriots Buccaneers I think everybody wants to see that it's like in baseball everyone wants to see the Yankees Dodgers why not have Brady uh, Belichick in the Super Bowl that's where and that will that's what everybody wants to see so it's going to be something I'm going to say way too early I think the Patriots um division is really good and the bills are just stacked but what the Patriots have done in free agency really I think has them to be able to compete with the Bills in the uh division and compete with the Chiefs in the uh AFC. A team that can make a run to the Super Bowl that no one's talking about. Yes. I'm going to give you you know what I'll give you two. I think the Bills next year I think they're a force to be reckoned with. And in the NFC, I'm going to tell you this, you know what? I'm going to go with I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh the Rams. I think the Rams are some, but watch out for them with Matthew Stafford at the helm. That defense is
0: still watch out for them. I actually, before we throw out, I saw something funny. Uh, Michael Brockers, who was on the Rams, I guess he made a comment that Stafford is uh, a a larger improvement than Jared. Step up, step up. I think he said. Then he got signed or traded to the Lions, right? Yep, yep, yes, he did. He got traded.
1: For a seventh rounder, mind you, that's got to be well, That's
0: that's gonna be awkward in the locker room, right? Like, hey, buddy, remember we were teammates, and you kind of went behind my back and said <laughs> I'm not good at football. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy that he said that, and then literally he gets traded to the uh, to the Lions, and the, I'll tell you this, you know what? Uh, he's gonna be eating his words because now he's got to deal with Jared Goff and um, all them over there. It's it's something. Michael Brockers, remember he was uh, he's been back and forth. He was, remember, he signed somewhere and it didn't go through and then he went back to the Rams. I forgot yes. where he signed with, though. Yeah,
1: he's had a weird, he's had a weird run of it, for sure. Um, yes, yes. I has. think he's better than a seventh pick, comp, seventh round pick compensation.
2: He right? is, of course he is. I, I, they, they got him for chump change.
0: I'm shocked. Listen, now he'll be ripping kneecaps out in Detroit. He'll be all right. <laughs> um, Brandon, do you have anything else for Bobby before we get to the rapid fire? The the thing about having
1: Bobby on is not yet, but then tomorrow four moves are gonna happen and I'm gonna be like shit. I wish I would have asked him about this. There you go. All right. Uh, well <laughs> without... I'll tell you
2: this guys, I'll be uh I'll be up all night again tonight. I've been the past few nights I haven't really slept much. I've been trying to get all these moves out and you know what? It's it's fun, it's tiring, but this is free agency, man. I love it.
0: You can't sleep when you're in the NFL free agency game. I I totally respect that, man.
2: It's uh, it's it's something, man. It is.
0: Alright, let's get to our rapid fire. Ten quick questions. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Number one, favorite band of all time.
2: Favorite band of all
0: time? You know what? I'm gonna
2: go with Blink one eighty two.
0: Love it. Number two, if you can grab dinner with any NFL player, current or former, who would it be? Tom Brady all day. Number three, how many Super Bowls will Patrick Mahomes end up with end up with in his career? Four. Number four, more likely to win the MVP next year, Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson?
2: Russell Wilson.
0: Number five, the best pizza in North Jersey is?
2: Best pizza in North Jersey is going to go to Frank's in Oakland.
0: Oh, there you go. Number six, a basketball player who would be a great football player not named LeBron James. It's the easiest, laziest answer.
2: I'm going to go with, oh, that's a really, really good one. I'm going to go With Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi Leonard would be a beast.
0: Them big hands. Yep. Best thing about being from New Jersey, number seven.
2: Best thing about being from New Jersey? Uh, I get told that I have an accent. I sound like I'm in the mafia. I've heard that a bunch of times. Uh, I uh, love the bagels. I'll tell you that. Living in Florida, the bagels suck, and the pizza sucks down here. But, uh, yeah, that's some funny things being from New Jersey.
0: Pause in the rapid fire. A few weeks ago, Brandon actually told me he thought I was Italian because of the <laughs> way I spoke. I'm like, Nah, man, it's a Jersey thing. You gotta yeah, be.
2: It, it is a Jersey thing. Yeah, I'm I'm half and half. I'm uh I'm half Irish, half Italian. So I always get that. They're like, Are you Italian? You talk like it. I'm like, Yeah. And they're like, Do you watch the Sopranos? I'm like, Yes, I do. I get where you're get it. You're coming from with this. I get it. Yeah. I That's
1: think being like from New Jersey gets you like it, it gets you like that you you can be italian like your ethnicity might be something totally different but if you're from new jersey you's a little bit it's italian i
0: i've i've been mistaken as italian a lot of people think i'm irish because of my beard uh, i happen to be a polish jewish kid but i also <laughs> have a tony soprano portrait hanging in the living room that that's got to be a jersey thing right i, I see your tony soprano in yep. the background that's, that's pretty it, yeah. great
2: yep there you go and then um so I will tell you. Oh, wait a minute! Before rapid fire, let me see this. Actually, I think I could break uh, some news for you guys right now. Actually, uh, let's see. So the Browns brought back Rashard Higgins on a one-year deal, and the Giants. Uh, here you go. Here's some Giants news. Um, you guys signed If uh, Ifiti Odenjibo or something, defender from the Vikings, to a one-year deal. So there's some defense for help for you guys.
0: All right. There you go. I'll take it. I love it. See, Brandon, why can't you be optimistic about the Giants like Bobby is? <laughs> yeah, you can
1: get no-name defenders are trying to phonetically sound that on the cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this
0: is, I love it. This is great. I miss this. Number eight, who will be the best quarterback out of this year's NFL draft? Um,
2: I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence, though, but Zach Wilson is a tough number, two.
0: Number nine, what is the best ice cream flavor of all time? Best ice cream flavor of all time? Cake batter, bro. Oh, that's a good okay. answer. Number 10, Carson Wentz, a.k.a. Brandon's former flame, will AKA have Ginger Jesus, will have a <laughs> blank type of season. I'm
2: going to say he's going to have a 30-touchdown pass 4,300-yard season. I think he's going to really play well. He's with his guy, his buddy Frank Reich again. When Frank Reich was with the Eagles, Brandon, 2017, how good was Carson Wentz?
1: That's what I've been telling people. It wasn't Doug Peterson's team. It was Frank Reich's team and it was Joe Douglas' team. We lost Joe, we lost Frank, and the team fell apart.
2: Yep, exactly. That's the thing. And I think Carson, listen, Carson Wentz with the Eagles and, and Doug Peterson, they hated each other. They just weren't. They just didn't work out together. But the thing is, Frank Reich and Carson Wentz, they have a connection and they're successful together. And with Indy, with that offensive line and those weapons, especially with T.Y. Hilton, who will most likely be back, they're going to be really good. Watch out for them too.
0: All right. There's an endorsement for the Indianapolis Colts. And with that, we have come to the end of our podcast. Bobby, I want to thank you so much for coming on you can follow Bobby on Twitter at btoms81. That's B-T-H-O-M-P-S-8-1. Thank you so much for coming on The Last Resort, man.
2: Thank you so much for having me, guys. It was fun. Anytime you guys want to talk football, I'm always here. And it was fun. Thank you so much.
1: You watch out. We're going to take
0: you up on that. Absolutely. Why not? Us, yeah,
1: anytime you guys
2: need me, I'm here for you, bro.
0: Us Jersey guys got to stick together, man. Yes, we do, bro. That yes, we true. do. All right. you guys.